First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hop Nation USA. This is episode 84. Uh, this is the post-Halloween episode, which means I am currently wearing lounge pants because I have eaten way too much candy. I don't feel like moving, and Steve had to convince me to get over here to the microphone. You know how he got it? How did I do it, Adam? Snickers bars. Oh, okay. <laughs> you dangled a Snickers bar in front of my face and said, hey, fatty, get over here. We're doing a podcast. And I said, yeah, okay. See, I thought <laughs> See, I thought it was going to be you are going to tie it into the theme. No. No. <laughs> okay. No. Speaking of which, you know what I discovered is one of the best things ever? What's that? Fat guy touchdowns. Fat guy touchdowns? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah, you get a lot of fat guy touchdowns in uh, college football. Yeah. Not that I watch it a lot, but... I do see him on the Reddit. <laughs> Everybody loves fat guy touchdowns. I don't know anybody that doesn't. So, in honor of our brethren, uh, the, uh, how, how should I put it, the uh, the ample gentleman. Uh, you know, don't try to steal my gimmick and put yourself into my category. <laughs> you're not fat. Right. Husky? Yeah. All right, I'll go yeah, husky. You, yeah, you're husky. You're you're like a grown husky child. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, you know, I'm sure if Oshkosh Bagosh made clothes in your size they would be size husky that's fair right that's fair i'll buy that for a dollar i'm just a fat piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) all right i i i will agree that i am not a fat piece of shit right okay all right (laughs) the one on the mic that you're hearing that is not a fat piece of shit is adam one of your fabulous hosts here on hop nation usa and the other gentleman that you heard who is actually not a fat piece of shit oh yeah yeah you're not. No, you're no. not. You're you're actually a good fella. No, uh, it, <laughs> no that's nougat. <laughs> no, I kind of like nougat. He's got that one song, Stranglehold. It's pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> Dead nougat. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> that that's Steve, by the way, aka Ted Nougat. Mm-hmm. So Wango welcome, Z Tango. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new chocolate bar. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Moving along. Uh, This is the post-Halloween episode, so of course we have to talk about post-Halloween beers. So we are talking chocolate beers. Yeah, basically, uh, if you're a parent listening to this podcast, then you've probably been dipping into your kid's candy bin. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a fat piece of shit like myself, then you've made your trip to the grocery store to buy some discount candy. That's right. (laughs) And us husky boys, uh, just take a couple of pieces here and there in the office just to get through the day. Make your rounds, dip into everybody's candy dish. Mm, you know, be friendly. Hey, yeah. how's it going, Frank? <laughs> Things are fine. Oh, look at that. Three Musketeers. <laughs> Yoink. Thank you. <laughs> Why don't we get in to our first chocolate beer of yes. the evening? Yes. And this comes from Evil Genius, 
Beer Company. I think they're out of Maryland somewhere. No. They are out of Pennsylvania somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Philadelphia brewery, I know. my Pit- dude. Yeah. Pits- <laughs> Pittston, as a matter of fact. Yes. Yeah. I have no idea why I had Evil Genius in, in, I don't know. in yeah. Maryland. I don't know why. Yeah. But that is 100% incorrect. They are a Keystone Brewery. And we are going to have a chocolate hazelnut imperial stout called I'll Have What She's Having. Hmm. Yes, after the famous Billy Crystal movie, A League of Their Own. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> City Slickers 2, <laughs> Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> Stink. But it was actually from When Harry Met Sally. Everybody yes. knows Everybody knows that scene. Everybody knows the, the, the response. It's an American classic. And now there's a beer. Yeah, now there's a beer name for it. So this is a... Uh, an imperial stout, or a double imperial stout, depending on who you ask, comes in at 9.4% ABV, Ooh. and this is the Sidney Crosby of beers, because it comes in at 87 IBUs. Ah, neat. Yes. Now, can you tell me, and I don't know if they released this information into the ether, but can you tell me how the chocolate was introduced or used in the uh, product? Well, they met at a party. I know. And then over a game of uh, a flip cup. <laughs> no. They they were the anchors of their respective teams. No Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I know that it's an imperial stout with chocolate and hazelnut. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We'll get into that in segment two about how chocolate can be used and brewed. I must apologize, Steve. I almost drank this uh, straight from the bottle. <laughs> kind of a habit. <laughs> Whoops. Cut it out, fatty. <laughs> I'm husky. <laughs> now, there's not much use in us really talking about the color. It's going to be all stouts tonight. They all are going to look like chocolate stouts. They're all big boys with a tan head. Yeah, granted, I mean, if something looks crazy, we'll point it out. But just come on. for the rest of the episode, just imagine stouts. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And I don't think we're stretching the imagination with that information. No. Certainly smells like a chocolate stout. Yeah, on the nose, there is some chocolatiness to it. Mm-hmm. I don't get much on the hazelnut. Neither do I. And you know what? Hazelnut is one of the hardest ingredients. I don't know why. I don't know why it is. Maybe they just never put enough in, and maybe because it's expensive or something. And they're dried. That's why they're so hard. <sighs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but uh, hazelnut's one of the hardest. Like I, I never taste a really good hazelnut flavor. Right. Right, the, neither am I. Yeah, the only the only one I can think of is uh, the Stoutella by Knee Deep Brewing. Okay. That one actually has it. Nice. But So do they actually use a quote-unquote hazelnut spread, or do they just use a whole shit ton of hazelnuts? You know what? I can't remember, and they might actually use both. Okay. <laughs> right. I'll just say both. Right. Whatever it is that they do use, though, it actually imparts enough of the flavor. Gotcha. Okay. But, but I'm thinking of the um, the rogue hazelnutty fantabulicious or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. something like that, but there's I don't taste any hazelnut in that. All right. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can taste some hazelnut in this one. I get a lot of chocolate. It's good. It's good. This is this is definitely a uh, a winter beer. Oh yeah, yeah. This is also yeah. This is the start of stout season, I guess. Oh, we're definitely into can it. We call that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're we're in November now. Well, yeah, we're in November now, so I think it's like immediately, as soon as the temperature dips below 50 once, stout weather. Stout weather. That, <laughs> I mean, for yeah. the rest of the ends. <laughs> for me, <laughs> it's always stout weather. <laughs> With the exception of like July and August. <laughs> and even then, if you're in an air-conditioned room for a while, oh, yeah. and you know you're not going outside, oh, yeah. <laughs> you crack one open. Right. It's okay. 
But uh, back to this beer. I'll have what she's having by Evil Genius out of Pennsylvania. Yes. Pretty good beer. Yeah, it's a little bit dry on the finish, but not terribly dry. It is, but I, I've come to kind of expect that. Yeah. With with a chocolate stout. Really? Because mm-hmm. it's not it's not a common thing, I don't think. I, I, I've... I've come to expect it. Okay. <laughs> All right. You've come to expect it. <laughs> and the reason is when it doesn't happen, I'm pleasantly surprised. All right. Fine. <laughs> yeah, but it is kind of a little bit dry on the finish. Mm-hmm. I like the sweetness of it. Like, it, it's pretty sweet up front, but then it tapers off into a little bit of a chocolate bitterness at the end. Mm-hmm. I like that. And and it does have uh, what they claim to be 87 IBUs. Now, we've talked about this multiple times, how IBUs don't matter. But there, there's no hoppiness to this beer. It's not a beer that's trying to be, you know, a hoppy snout or anything bullshitty like that. I think it's just that big of a beer that it has that big a number. Yeah, you got you got it right. Like, the, the IBUs in this are offsetting the fact that it is a nine-point four you said correct 9.4 yeah it's a 9.4 imperial those ibus are just simply offsetting everything else yeah it's just it's everything in this beer is big because it's a big beer right. it's it's keeping it from tasting like undrinkable chocolate syrup <laughs> yeah yeah it's a it i would say it's fairly well balanced in that yeah regard. no it totally is it totally is and it has like a nice thick mouthfeel to mm-hmm. it as well so yeah yeah. I dig this beer. I'm okay with moving on. So, what else do you dig, Steve? Holes. <laughs> uh, Didn't they make a movie about that once? Son of, son of a ditch digger. <laughs> <laughs> what about a grave digger? Man, I wish I was son of the driver of grave digger. <laughs> so you can also drive grave digger? Exactly. <laughs> and then you can just have the monster truck son of a digger? Right. Yeah. There was son of grave digger for a while, wasn't there? I think it still exists. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I you know what? I don't know. I think it exists. I think there is a son of a digger out there. We'll check during the break. Well, I just remember it back in the 90s because there was Grave Digger. Grave Digger. And then there was Son of Grave Digger. Okay. But I think maybe, you know, as Monster Jam has abated in popularity, they may have just consolidated back to Grave Digger. No, but I think they've gone bigger because now that Dennis Anderson's son is now of an age that he can operate the monster uh-huh. truck, I, I think they got him his own ride. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there right. you go. Well, whatever. We'll, we'll, fa- we'll check in with Kill Devil Hills. We'll see what's up. <laughs> we'll fact check our monster truck facts <laughs> for next minute. <laughs> Coming up, monster truck facts. <laughs> uh, the one thing I did want to get into, though, is I just wanted to give a couple shout outs to our listeners because last month, October, was our best month ever as far as listenership. Which is fantastic. Yeah, like best month ever. It's even quadrupled some other months so yeah. <laughs> good on that yeah uh but yeah i just want to give a shout out to some of our listeners especially some certain ones that have been like helping the show or you know really digging into the show mm-hmm. um we have one listener katie t she's been really into the show she's started at number one <laughs> and then just binged <laughs> us all the way up depending uh depending on when she listens she might actually be caught up maybe i don't know <laughs> But when she does, we would like to say thank you. She has definitely helped us out. Uh, she's actually uh, sourced uh, some beers for us uh, that uh, we've had on the show and will have on the show. Basically, she's going to provide beers that are going to cover a uh, cream ale episode yeah. for Adam. So that's Yeah, and I, and I appreciate that. That is a, uh, a a niche market that I have wanted to cover for quite some time. Yeah. Haven't done it yet. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll get there. So Adam's, you know, you had your, your little falter on the Hefeweizen episode. But we'll, we'll... <laughs> yeah. 
you know, we'll come back with a cream ale and we'll give you another shot. Damn right. <laughs> um, I also wanted to give a shout out to Mario out of Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. She's, I also think she's digging her way all the way up from one <laughs> to now. Starting at the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, but like we, for a while, we didn't have any listenership in Rhode Island and then she downloaded the entire catalog. She just spiked us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I also want to give a shout out to a listener in the Netherlands by the name of Tina Rogers. She runs the O10 Beer Blog. She gave us a pretty nice, uh, you know, little shout out on her beer blog. Yes, greatly appreciated. Exposing us to Europe in a whole, I guess, and Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Then just general shout outs to Sweden. Mm-hmm. That's our as a whole. Yeah, as a whole, Sweden as a whole, they're our number one not U.S. country as a listener. <laughs> 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 like if you're not the U.S. You did the most listening in the Sweden. <laughs> right. Uh, and then, you know, the UK is our number two. So good on them. And then I just want to give a shout out to Maryland. Maryland, the Terrapins. Yes. Okay. Maryland is, if you remove Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which is obviously our number one listenership right. state, <laughs> and you remove California and New York, because those are obvious, because they're trendy and they have people who sit on commutes and listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And Maryland. And then we got Maryland in there. <laughs> Maryland is actually very close behind New York and, as one of our top listenership states. And we do appreciate that. Uh, side note, they have a pretty neat flag. Okay. That's all. All right, cool. Yeah. Check it out. Wikipedia, that shit. <laughs> it's actually pretty neat. Uh, there's a very interesting story behind it. I don't know what it is, but I know that there's an interesting story behind it. Right on, Wikipedia, that yeah. shit. <laughs> and then email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com and tell us what that story is. Go ahead and email us anything you want. If you want to email us questions or uh, tell us why you deserve a shout out on the show, mm. and then we'll give you one, probably. Yeah. We, we ain't got much going on. We're, you know, <laughs> we're cool dudes. That's right. <laughs> we'll give you a shout out. But yeah, that, that's what I got, and just wanted to thank everybody who's been listening, because things seem to be on the uptrend, and hopefully they stay that way. Definitely, definitely. Yes. And, and I would also like to thank the, the good people in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh craft beer community, yes. who have been helping us out, yes. uh, either coming on the show, or just talking to us in general, or just you know yeah. interacting with us on social media, things like that, uh, or just being general good people. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I would like to thank them. Uh, yeah, for, we got a good community of people, especially, I mean, in general, but, you know, mm-hmm. also especially for craft beer. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, yeah, thanks. So, let's move it on to the news and notes. Would you like news or would you like notes first? Give me news. Okay. Here's what's up. Brewdog. Brewdog. The, uh, the Scottish brewery. Also in Columbus. That has a brewery in Columbus. Yeah. Is starting their own airline. Yeah, I think I saw. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I, one. I, I saw a little blurb about it, but I didn't know the full story. So please share this with me. I was actually interested about. So it. Brewdog is turning into the Hooters of craft beer. Yeah, <laughs> the Hooters, or are they turning into the Ryanair of bars? <laughs> so maybe both, <laughs> because you look at Hooters, and obviously they have all the restaurants. Yeah. Plus, for a time, well, actually, they still have uh, a hotel. Right. There's a Hooters Hotel in Vegas. Yeah. And then there was Hooters Air for a while. Yeah. Well, guess what? Brewdog has. A hotel and an airline. A hotel and an airline. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's more apt. Yeah. Yeah. They are They are the Hooters of craft beer. So, where is it going to fly? I imagine it's only flying in England areas. No. Oh, okay. It is an international flight. Huh. And it is a... It is, airline is a bit of a misnomer. Okay. It's one plane. All right. But you got to start I, I, somewhere. Yeah, I figured, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you could charter a flight from London okay. to Columbus. 
<laughs> the beautiful city of Columbus. Uh, I mean, hey, you know, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. No, no, I, it, get it. I mean, it makes sense. It's just, it's just funny, like. This on the surface? Yeah, just on the surface. It's like when I'm thinking of people who are traveling from London, like where would they like to go? Columbus is not even cracking the top 100. Just Ohio in general. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Ohio, but you know you how you is, Flatlanders. Right. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. But yeah, they, uh, they're they able to charter a flight uh, with up to 240 passengers mm-hmm. uh, that will fly you from London to Columbus. Uh, where, of course, uh, you can stay at a particular hotel. Right. Uh, the Brewdog Hotel in <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Fancy that. Uh, and then you can have, a, I believe it is a four-night stay yeah. in Columbus yeah. to go tour the breweries right. in Columbus and then fly back home. Huh. They are... Isn't that some Andrew Carnegie vertical integration shit there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I want it all. We got you the plane to get there. We got you the room to stay in. We got you the beer to... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So it's it's uh, interesting in that, of course, they're going to have craft beer on the plane. Yeah, of and course. And so you're going to be able to have... My question is, is it going to be like U.S. Air where you get half a cup of beer or is it going to be like Hooters Air... Where it, you just get it thrown in your face for eight hours. Hmm. See that. See that's an interesting question because you said that plane was like two hundred and forty something capacity, somewhere in that area. So correct. that's actually a pretty big plane. It is. It it's is. Not, it's not like a you know a private. Right. You're yeah. you're looking seven thirty seven. Yeah. Uh, you know maybe an Airbus A A three eighty somewhere in that arena. Did they make any mention if they're going to have kegs on? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. But it's over international waters, so yeah. you can have monkey knife fights and nobody's going to care. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, there's probably, there might be like that period of time where it's like the seatbelt belt light, Yeah. <laughs> but there's like another light that they shut off, and that's how you know it's go time to start really drinking. When the light gets to here, that means it's drinking time. Yeah. It's like, look, you got two hours to get blitzed. Right. And then we're going to wean you off <laughs> so that by the time you land, you can get off. Right. Yeah. You can get out of the airport. You can shuffle out and not be anybody's problem here. Yeah. The only way, the only way I could see them just letting you get like blitz blitzed for the entire flight if it was more like a private flight and then they had a shuttle that came from the hotel that to vertical pick integration you, yeah to mm-hmm. pick you up on the tarmac mm-hmm. <laughs> like not even to go into the terminal no you don't oh. no, yeah that's why i was thinking that's why when you said it was like a bigger plane i was like oh okay so it's not a private flight right well yeah. i mean it's, it is chartered right right you it's can't char- charter it's yeah it's yeah. chartered because it's going to make that direct flight and right. you know go, right. do that all the time i have a hunch that there ain't much business between columbus and london <laughs> throwing that out there <laughs> not hey. hating just saying hey wait a minute <laughs> that's us we're between columbus and london <laughs> you just played yourself hop nation <laughs> idiots <laughs> That's 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 kind of cool though. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I I appreciate that they're trying new things. Just one last question about this: Is there something for like the other way around, like leaving Columbus to go to London? Is, I, I think that's more of just as a direct flight home. Okay. I think because yeah. I thought they were opening another hotel in Scotland or something. They might be. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll check into it. Do it in a break. Yeah. Well, I well okay. I I let me rephrase that. I know they're opening another hotel in Scotland. And I think it'll come out later. I was just thinking, are they opening 
a third hotel is what gotcha. I was getting at. Gotcha. So at, they can capture the, yeah. that uh, that Columbus market, right? Going to right London. Yeah, I just gave them another idea. That's right. We want ten percent. <laughs> Give me that money. Steve gets six. I get four. Give me that punk IPA money. <laughs> Well, we're going to have to do an episode on them soon. Uh, yeah. yeah we would, we've talked about them enough. We talked about them enough, and I actually have a porter of theirs sitting in my damn fridge. Oh. And I just keep forgetting, like, yeah. You got a, you got a deep bench. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. And next time I go out to Vintage. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I got a little quick hitter of a news story. Sure. I don't think it's necessarily, I don't know. I don't so, know we need to talk about it that, that much. <laughs> more notes than news? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Brewers Association is again changing the definition of craft beer. To the surprise of absolutely no one. Yeah. They call it a living document. I call it goalpost moving. <laughs> I call it, uh, hey, Sam Adams, how big are you going to be next year? Well, actually, it, it's kind of the reverse about how big they're going to be. Okay. Well, if you remember, uh, last time we reported on this, uh, Yingling was now the biggest beer producer. That is true. That is true. And uh, the Boston Beer Company has, again, reported a little bit of a shrinkage. Really? Yeah. In in the beer side. Huh. What they're not losing out on, though, is Angry Orchard Uh, and Twisted Tea. Wait. Boston Beer Company owns Twisted Tea? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Now you do. So, the new change is uh, the Brewers Association, they have three listings, um, small, Mm -hmm. independent, and traditional. Right. Those are your three classifications. You have to make under 6 million barrels. You have to own the majority of your brewery. Mm -hmm. So, it has to be less than 25% of ownership coming from outside sources. And traditional, meaning you have to brew in a traditional method. Right. It has to be beer. Right. They're now looking to remove traditional. Really? Yeah. So they're looking to get like cider houses into it or uh-huh. and possibly a kombucha company, not mm-hmm. that there's any big ones. Right. Uh, they're saying it's according to their uh, survey that they sent out that a lot of brewers out there are, they're, they're one, into you know trying to brew ciders and meads and things that are outside of the realm of traditional beer okay so about over half the members reporting back on the survey said that and then nearly half were saying that they were going to be interested in brewing uh drinks with cbd and thc okay you know when that becomes an available option within their state huh interesting yeah yeah but because of that they're looking to drop that traditional and allow breweries to be uh, more inclusive. They're they're trying to be more inclusive for independent brewers, really. I see what they're trying to do, but at what point do you stop? Exactly, because <laughs> at some point you gotta you gotta say somebody who's making more cider than beer is the cider house. Is the cider house? It's not a brewery. Yeah, it's not a craft beer brewery. Right, and you're calling that a craft beer brewery over founders. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree too. So, interesting. Interesting times we live in. It, it, it's goalpost moving. I'm not, personally, and this is why I don't think we need to talk about it too much, mm-hmm. but personally, I don't really care what their definition of craft beer is anymore. Right. Because they introduced the independent label. Mm-hmm. That's way more important to yes. people, I think. Yes. So, I don't really care what you're producing, as long as it's 
done independently. Mm. To those that care. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, to even those who care whether it's independent or owned by... And there's probably that's probably a small portion of the market anyways mm-hmm. are people that would look for that label or look for that uh, logo right. in the first place. Right. I just don't care about their definition anymore. Right. I, I keep it... I have my own personal definition and... Same. It My definition basically goes... I know it when I see it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to quote a justice. <laughs> I know it when ruling, I see it. Ruling on an obscenity <laughs> pornography case. <laughs> I know it when I see it. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll just have to keep track of that a little bit. We'll wait until episode, what is this, 84? <laughs> so yeah. 86, 136 when we come around again. Yeah, 136, we'll come around again, see if Boston Beer Company is now strictly ciders. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the Twisted Tea Company, formerly known as Boston Beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. So, back to a Pennsylvania beer. Oh, did you know that uh, Sam Adams is brewing a beer to celebrate the Boston Red Sox World Series Championship? Of course they are. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. Well, exactly. But yeah, they are. Well, That's all. They are. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. I'm surprised, like, Harpoon isn't in on that as well. Yeah. Were they too busy putting their dick in Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> Dinkin' Donuts. Dinkin' Donuts, no. It's just Dunkin' now. No donuts. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. But yes, back to this Pennsylvania beer. It's good. Agreed. Yeah, There's. I mean, there's not much else to really say about it that we haven't already said. It's drinkable. It's heavy. <laughs> it's chocolatey. <laughs> it's chocolatey. I still think I'm missing the hazelnut, though. Yeah. Yeah. But again, if you don't quite... You know, if it's hard to get it in there in the first place, is that really what people are looking for? Hazelnut versus chocolate? I think chocolate is the is going to be the bigger draw, anyways. Yeah, this is uh, like this is still better than just like plain chocolate beers for yeah. the, the, like a lot of plain chocolate beers. So yeah, it's a good ass beer. Yeah, it's a good ass beer. Hey, evil genius, quote us. Put it on the beer <laughs> bottle. <laughs> they just might because uh, I don't know if you've ever read the label, but. They have their website listed, okay. which is evilgenius.beer, and then under it, there's parentheses that say, hell yeah, that's our website, .beer, not .com. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, Evil Genius, get at us. That's that's a good one for you. Yeah, we'll get on your label. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good-ass beer. That's right. We'll make you famous. <laughs> <laughs> make you famous to ne- the Netherlands <laughs> and Sweden. <laughs> Taking you international. Taking you international. Go up against that on the polo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hob Nation, we'll be right back after we don't get paid. Bye. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the U.S. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. Right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com, Tavor. Welcome back, Hop Nation, to episode 84 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. This is, of course, the Antonio Brown episode. Sporty Man reference. There we go. We got it it covered. You did the thing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We have checked the box. Speaking of checking, uh, we went back uh, to uh, Hop Nation Central. Uh, We had the interns look up. uh, Whether or not there is a son of a digger, guess what? The son of a digger monster truck exists, and it actually debuted in 2011. 
Oh. At the uh, the Monster Jam World Finals in 2011, and it is piloted by Ryan Anderson, son of son of Dennis Anderson. Okay, so there is a son of a digger. Okay, monster truck. I just feel like there was a different grave digger for a while, but maybe there might be. Yeah, yeah, there but, might be. But okay, so you're telling me, but there's two running right now. Dennis and Ryan are still correct. Okay, correct. All right, yep. all right. Yes, man. Whatever happened to Bigfoot though? Why don't they bring that back? So here's what happened. Is the entity that runs Monster Jam uh-huh. has tried Monster Jam? You'll buy the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Yeah, <laughs> kid seats are still just five bucks. <laughs> See Travis Pastrana in the <laughs> Seer of Death, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> and the motorcycles go around. <laughs> the murder cycles. Murder cycles. <laughs> Metal militia. There it is. So they have tried to bring in. Bigfoot into the Monster Jam. However, they have kind of tried to separate themselves for okay. whatever reason, whether it's contractual with Ford or Matchbox or whoever it was, but they don't want anything to do with it. And I think they, they've kind of killed themselves uh, in terms of the general American scope of life. Yeah. Americana. Because back, obviously back in the 80s and 90s, they that was the monster truck. Was Bigfoot right? Everybody knew who yeah. who Bigfoot was. Yeah. Nowadays, kids, nah, they don't know. No, they don't know. No, they'll go for Max D before they go for Bigfoot. Goddamn kids! I know. <laughs> so what you're telling me, it's kind of like when uh, Sting didn't go to the WWF. Exactly. After exactly. WCW, he tried shuttered. to stick around with the old, yeah, with mm-hmm. his old guard who brought him up, kind of thing. Right. And screwed himself. All right. Yeah. So so Bob Chandler <laughs> is the sting of monster trucks. Okay. I get. I get it. All right. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> Put it in the terms of a fake sport, and I get it. <laughs> How to explain one fake sport with another fake sport? <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that shit rigged too? You're telling me Goldberg, the Goldberg truck, didn't win all those <laughs> monster jams legitimately? <laughs> I guess I guess that brings up an interesting question of would Monster Jam be considered a sport? If it's not predetermined, then yes. Okay, <laughs> and I don't believe it is. I, 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 I <laughs> well, will... I don't know. You've put it. You've put the doubt in my mind because the Goldberg truck had that streak while Goldberg had a streak. And that seems like good cross promotion. Uh, that is true. I don't know. I I will give credit to the drivers. Yeah, they have been upping the ante in the last, even just the last five years. Have you watched some of the shit that monster truck drivers are doing nowadays? Yeah, some motherfucker did a flip flip. I know. You can't it's... do for a flip in a fucking truck. Well, apparently you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is ridiculous what they're doing with those trucks now. Yeah, even if you're not into it, just like go on YouTube, watch a compilation. It's right, good for you. it's like watching Fat Guy touchdowns. Yeah, Fat Guy. Every, touchdowns. It, it, everything comes back to Fat Guy touchdowns. I've seen I've seen a truck wheelie and wobble in such a way, mm-hmm. like he wheelied it and then he walked it back. Yeah, in such a way that it looked like a fat guy running for a touchdown. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll count it. <laughs> count I'll it. count it. Same thing. <laughs> It's All right, way off the rails. Yeah, let's let's rein it back in. <laughs> just like most white trash conversation we've ever had. I know. I'm just saying we're talking about wrestling and monster trucks. <laughs> like that's the most white trash conversation we've ever had. We talked about wrestling, but we've never mixed it with. It. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. All right. Let's talk about Oscar Mayer baloney now. No, baloney. <laughs> No, we, ch- we talk chip-chop ham here. <laughs> Some Isleys. Chip-chop. All right. Second beer of the evening. Yes. Chocolate beers, mm-hmm. as the theme is, because that's what everybody's stuffing their face with, yes. post-Halloween. So this beer is coming from Oddside Ales. 
out of Grand Haven, Michigan. And we've obviously had them outside on the show before. Yes, and that's why they're back, because they were pretty good. There you go. <laughs> good enough reason for me. Yeah, you can go back. We did a full episode on outside. So mm-hmm. this beer is called the Mayan Mocha Stout. Oh, so it tell is me a, more. It is a stout with coffee, cinnamon, nutmeg, and habanero. Really? We're back in that habanero area. Back in the habanero game. Because okay. it's meant to mimic the the Mexican hot chocolate drink. Yes. Okay. Which they like to spice it up a bit. So kind of like the, what was it, the Zoco Vesa? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're looking My at something. stone. Yeah. We're looking at something in the realm of the Zoco Vesa or the one I just brewed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but this one is brewed with the habanero peppers. I don't believe Zocavesa uses habaneros. I think it uses anchos like we did. Correct. Correct. I don't so, believe they're, they're habanero either. It yeah. might even... Would it be a, a mole chili? It might be. Yeah, it might even be something... Somewhere in that some, arena. Yeah, something else. Yeah. Regardless. But it's it's not even as hot as the jalapeno for the Zocavesa. So this one might have a little bit of spice with... I looked into it, and they apparently use a Dutch chocolate powder. Okay. Into the, you know, beer. But is, they didn't say when. Oh, okay. You yeah. you answered the question I was just about to right. ask. <laughs> and it's a 6.5 alcohol. Good. Yes. No, I've used? No word. Okay. Okay. So, I'll be real quick on the explanation of how this looks. Take the last one. Up the brightness by 10%. There you go. <laughs> Take the dodge tool. <laughs> if you're a Photoshopper, <laughs> give it a once over. There you go. That's it. That's it. Ooh, wow. Smell it. It Interesting. Like I said, it has cinnamon and nutmeg. So yeah, I'm and peppers. That. So like it, yeah. I, you don't get a lot of chocolate. No, I was expecting it to be a lot more full-bodied in that smell. I'm gonna go a little snooty on this one. <laughs> <laughs> you like that with my snooter? Uh, but I no, it's definitely got a lot more of that that spiciness in terms of the cinnamon mm-hmm. and the nutmeg. Uh, yeah, not, I don't not smell necessarily the, the pepper. Mm-mm. No, uh, but interesting. Yeah, it definitely just has kind of that. Like, there's a little bit of chocolatiness to it. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell it's a stout versus, you know, like a pale ale or something like that. Agreed. Agreed. But, yeah, it just, it's mostly cinnamon on the nose. Huh. Taste those. Hmm. I can definitely taste the cinnamon. I taste the cinnamon. I get the the heat creeps. Get the heat creeps. Yeah, I get the heat creeps. Like, it's not it's not very spicy at all. It is not. I, I, but it creeps up the back of my throat. Yeah. To me, the cinnamon is the prevailing taste here. Yeah. Which it, is not a bad thing. No. I actually get... Oh, there's a little, there's a little, there's the creep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. up the back of the throat. Yeah. It, this one's up the back of the throat. Yeah. It's and very, I, it's very interesting how like these peppers react differently and how they like, not necessarily burn you. Right. But they touch different parts. <laughs> Where on the throat did the pepper touch you? <laughs> In the back. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> he pointed to his trachea. <laughs> what I find interesting on this beer is it, not necessarily... It, the mouthfeel, but the film that is left over, you know how sometimes you get a little film? Right. It tastes like I ate cinnamon. Yeah. Like a cinnamon-laden whatever. Yeah. You know, a lot of fresh cinnamon was poured on top. I kind of get that, that, it's not grainy, but that kind of powdery feel. Yeah, yeah. I, I I get what you mean, especially, like, as a film, I think. And again, we've talked about this, and I'm going to touch on it in the actual segment. Okay. But peppers have that oil Mm-hmm. And oil always kills the head retention. Yeah. Like head retention was pretty much nil on this one. Right. And so I think mixing chocolate and peppers can lead to having a little bit more oil, like a little bit more oil, a little bit more fat. Okay. But overall, I don't know. It doesn't bother me or anything. 
it's not it's not very bad with his beer oh, right right it, that that film i was talking about it's not it, it's just different right it's yeah. not bad it's just different yeah i will say this it does taste a little thin I agree. It was certainly not as full-bodied as the evil genius. I'll have what she's having. And that just might be because that was a big Imperial 9-4. Yeah. And then we've dropped down to 6-5. Right. We're back into regular beer territory. Yeah. Instead of dealing with this monster truck over here. Right. <laughs> and so that might be why this one feels a little more thin. Mm-hmm. But it, I kind of notice it. Right. Overall, though. Eh. It's not bad. Yeah. Not overall, bad. I enjoy stretch. It. Odd yeah. side continues the streak. Yeah. Overall, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So... Yes. The segment for this week. Yes. I wanted to get into back to some of our home brewing roots. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, yeah. And I figured chocolate was a good way to do that because chocolate is a pretty popular ingredient. That's one of the first things that people usually try to add whenever they start yeah. home brewing. Yeah. And I know that was one of the things we did first. We did it. Uh, Sam and Chris, they did it. Yep. So most people we know who've brewed have brewed with chocolate. Right. So... I figured maybe we can give some guidelines and some help on how to do that. <laughs> and possibly what not to do. Yeah, a little bit, maybe a little bit not what to do. <laughs> uh, first, though, just a little quick history, and it actually ties into the beer pretty well. Okay. But you know where chocolate comes from, right? Uh, the cocoa leaf. Well, plant. yeah, it comes yes. from it comes from the cacao plant. Yes. But cacao plants are from... South the, America. Central America. Well, Mex- Africa. <laughs> Um, Mexico, West Indies, <laughs> Mexico and Central Dairy Queen, <laughs> not Dairy Queen, <laughs> Mexico and Central America right. and South America. Uh, chocolate was first discovered in the pre-colonization Mexican American and Central American areas. Okay, and they discovered it by brewing beer. Really? Yes. So the explain chi- yourself. So the chicken of the egg <laughs> situation <laughs> is that beer actually invented chocolate. And Very interesting. Yeah, what it was found, and this is going back to pots with ancient things that are scraped off the pots, and <laughs> similar to what we talked about a few episodes ago about finding the oldest right. brewery. Yeah, all that good stuff. That's how they found it was scraping pots and scraping holes. pots. Yeah. yeah. So they found pots that were in the, the Central America area, and I believe it was actually kind of Colombia. Okay. Yeah, I think it was Colombia that they found these pots. But what they found was a version of chicha. What is chicha? I know we've talked about it before. Yeah, so Dogfish Head put out that beer. That's that spit beer. That's that spit that beer. That damn spit beer. <laughs> so remember, chicha doesn't always have to be spit beer. <laughs> it will always be spit beer in it's my just, mind. It's just kind of what they called it. Just, there's a lot of versions of it. Dogfish Head chose to go the spit beer route. But... Um, <laughs> They, they found versions of chicha that were made by fermenting the cacao fruit. Okay. What they found, not the scientists, but the early indigenous people, they found that if you grind up fermented seeds, that's how you get chocolate. Okay. So then they took the chocolate and reintroduced it into just regular beer. Ah, okay. So it's kind of, it's a weird cycle. They, they started by making their spit beer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn spit beer. Yeah. And I, and I assume this just came about by they're just throwing whatever fruit in. Yeah. You know, we're just trying fruits. Like, does this one taste good with it? Does corn taste good? Right. Corn's all right. It's a wild time. Yeah. How about this other thing, this cacao thing? All right, cacao works too. Yeah, we too. can get there. Oh, but wait, you eat the seeds and that's chocolate? That's good too. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Yeah, so they, they were putting the, the ground up seeds into just regular beer recipes to make kind of a, cho- to make an early chocolate beer. Okay. 
And then they just kind of decided, oh, yeah, we can just eat this by itself, too. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of like the cookie dough to the cookie. Yeah. Where it didn't quite make it to the to the heat. Yeah, some people couldn't wait to put it into the beer. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's that's kind of the early the early findings of chocolate and beer, and that's why they go together. And, of course, we're drinking the Mayan mocha stout, so... It seems apropos. Everything ties together. But... Here in 2018, mm-hmm. we have a lot of more choices on brewing style. Yes. Introduction. Yes. And what we introduce. It, the types of chocolate. Yeah. So I'm going to start by giving you just kind of the three ways we introduce chocolate into a beer. This is kind of simple home brewer level shit, but mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll give you the um, effectiveness okay. of how it works. So you can add chocolate in at the mash. Okay. You can do that, but it that's going to be the least amount of sweetness and the least amount of aroma. Okay. If you do it that way, it does add an earthy tone to it, but pretty much every other characteristic is kind of lost. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, one of the most effective ways to introduce it is actually in the boil. Okay. Again, if you introduce it, like, too early, like, if you're doing a 60-minute boil and you start throwing chocolate in at 60 minutes, it's going to basically have the same effect as if you threw it in the mash. Mm-hmm. What you really want to shoot for is after the 15-minute mark. Okay. That's how, that's the best way to retain flavors and aromas. We'll get into why the boil is more common than fermentation. Fermentation, you can obviously do it as well. Yes. And that's actually the best way to get the best aromas and flavors. All right. You know, they, they, they say secondary. So, like, even after fer- fermentation. So, it sounds very very similar to hop hop additions. Yes. If you want big aroma, you do it, you know, during fermentation. If you're looking for the taste, things like that. A little more boil, a little more fermentation. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's very similar in usage. What it really comes down to, though, is the way the chocolate is processed that's, and, and, that was a question I was going to get into because yeah. there are different, obviously different types of chocolate. Right. You know, do you go with the, the Hershey's milk chocolate? Do you go with a high cacao? Yeah. You know, do you go with just Baker's chocolate? Right. What do you go for? Well, I mean, you can use all of the ones you you listed, mm-hmm. but they have different kind of pitfalls to using them. Okay. So the first thing I want to get into about uh, using chocolate and the thing that everybody should know, mm-hmm. you want to avoid processed chocolates as much as possible i have made that mistake okay so you've made the mistake i have made this mistake and it turned out to be pretty okay just a bad beer so yeah in general when you use processed chocolates is they have a lot of fat in them yep yeah and especially the more processed it is the more fat it contains you can even have so much fat in it that it causes like a layer of scum and separation is that is that what you we didn't have it that bad okay but it was just it was just a very it it wasn't to the execution that i was expecting it didn't have that chocolatey taste to it yeah didn't have that chocolatey aroma it was just kind of bitter so what, what what did you guys actually use and when did you introduce it well you were involved in it too i don't remember oh, okay <laughs> you were there uh it was it was a chocolate stout yeah and we used hershey's dark chocolate i don't remember this it was early in our careers okay and mashed it up put it in a uh, hot bag a steeping bag okay and then put it in the fermentation for like two weeks or something like that yeah yeah, it did turn out well. Well, and it was a bitch to get out. Yeah, so that's the 
that's the one big pitfall that I'm going to tell you about is you can use processed chocolates if you want. Uh-huh. Not in the way you just described them. <laughs> I know this <laughs> yeah, now. Well, you know this, but we're telling the audience. We're telling the audience. We're telling the world. Yeah. Telling people don't do that. So, yes, you can use things like candy bars and chocolate chips, even Hershey's syrup, but all of those things have to go in the boil. Is that so you can get rid of the fats? Yes. Gotcha. That that will help uh, cut down the fats and the oils. You do have to be careful, though, when you're doing that stuff because you want to make sure when you introduce it into the boil. Obviously, syrup is easy to kind of introduce into the boil, mm-hmm. but with like if you're using a full candy bar, break it down. Mm-hmm. If you're using baker's chocolate, chop it up. You know, you want it as easy to introduce. You even want to maybe melt it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing that can happen is you introduce it into the boil and it doesn't boil right away like, you know, a dry DME would. Right. It just sinks to the bottom and scorches your pot. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns into a bitch to clean. Right. <laughs> you have Then you have like a really shitty tasting beer and a, and a goddamn cleanup <laughs> mess. So yeah, you can use all those things, but it's always recommended to use them in the boil. Most people recommend only using like plain chocolate bars, mm-hmm. not getting anything fancy. Like don't throw like a baby Ruth in there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't throw things with other additives. I wouldn't throw Butterfingers. I wouldn't throw... <laughs> right. Anything with nougat? Yeah, anything with nougat, anything like that. I wouldn't throw those in. But you're welcome to try. You I'm do not what gonna, you want. I'm not going to stop you. Right. <laughs> we, we met somebody who used Swiss rolls in the mash and the fermentation, and it worked fine. It worked fantastically, I yeah. would say. Yeah, it, it worked pretty damn well. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying don't. I'm just warning you. But if you do it, do it right. Yeah. Be prepared for things to go bad. Right. Keep that utility sink on standby. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so really the two best ways to introduce chocolate into a chocolate beer is cocoa powder and cacao nibs. Cacao. Cacao. And or boosh. Wait, what kind of chocolate is boosh? No chocolate. Only uh, frisky dingo. Oh, I'm not familiar with that uh, that TV show. That is pre-Archer Archer. Oh, yes, I am familiar with that. I didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's one of the greatest uh, Adult Swim shows that like it existed for two seasons, okay. disappeared. But it's great because the main character, well, well, one of the main characters has a Pittsburgh accent. Nice. <laughs> and it also has Killer Mike on it. No shit. Yeah, so there you go. Nice. <laughs> go okay. Find, go find Frisky Dingo as you can. Uh, but back to the chocolate. So, yes, cocoa powder and cacao nibs. Cocoa powder, you can use that pretty much any stage, and that's because it is the defatted version of cocoa. Like, there's no fat in it. You don't have to worry about things getting crazy. Nice. It's well-behaved. Yes. Nibs are the pre-powder version (laughs) of cocoa. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) So, they're they're what you get before you smash it down into a powder. Mm -hmm. You can use them in the mash. It's suggested that you kind of mill it up a bit. Okay. Yeah, mill it like a grain beforehand so it's not just a full nib in there. Right. Um, but yeah, they're so concentrated that generally they're only used in either fermentation or secondary. And okay. it's suggested to use about four ounces per five gallons. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. So not a lot at all. No. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. But but they are the most concentrated. They provide you the best flavor, the best aroma. Bang for the buck. Yeah. They do it all. Sweet. Uh, you can also make an e- extract if you want. Okay. So, like, you can rest them in some vodka or Everclear. 
and then uh, yeah. and then dump a tincture. Okay. If, if you didn't want to, you know, if you don't want to throw it in uh, a, a mash bag, because mm-hmm. usually it they're used in fermentation and secondary. So all you have to do is use it like a dry hop. Just throw it in there. Yeah, just throw four ounces in a mash bag, and then hang it. Yeah. In your beer. Makes sense to me. Yeah. But yeah, the, that that's kind of the best ways to use cocoa, cacao, right chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Of course, you can also add additives like uh, vanilla extract and milk sugar, lactose. Yes. To help kind of bring about those other characteristics. Bring the sweetness back. Yeah, bring the sweetness back. Bring kind of the thickness and the mouthfeel. That's the name of my next album. Bring the sweetness back. Bring the sweetness back. <laughs> I don't even know what you play. <laughs> what genre is that? <laughs> um, I don't know. A didgeridoo. Casio yelling. <laughs> <laughs> what was the instrument that they used to uh, to do the Star Trek theme? What was the... Theremin. Theremin, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, that will be on the bonus track. Ah. The Theremin. <laughs> Adam's Theremin album. <laughs> Bringing back the sweetness. <laughs> Bring the sweetness back. Yeah, buddy. You know that's going to get photoshopped. <laughs> that's fine. Ah. But yeah, that's uh, that's how you use chocolate and homebrews. And uh, one final note, one final note about this: if you're using chocolate malt, you're not using chocolate. <laughs> so you're saying that's just the brand? That's Cho- just branding. It's it's just the name of the malt because it's a darker roast. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's your malt has been roasted darker, and it does impart some like flavors of chocolate. But it's not a good represent, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. I not a good you. replacement. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, that was educational and entertaining. Edutaining, as we try to be. Nailed it. So. Yes. Back to the Mind Mocha Stout by Outside Ales. Thoughts? So, uh, the first thing I'm noticing is the lack of heat. I had that one little episode of, I had the little uh, heat creep. Mm-hmm. Not much after that. Really? Yeah. I'm actually getting a little bit more, but it's not on the back of my throat anymore it's more like kind of on the roof of my mouth really yeah i I think as this beer warmed up i started getting more flavor out of it okay i i will agree that as it warmed up it did reveal itself a little bit more uh it's not a bad beer uh but at the beginning of the segment i was talking about how that it has that kind of cinnamon film to it and i didn't mind it Mm -hmm. i'm kind of starting to mind it okay i did yeah i i don't i don't hate it but I'm just starting to notice it more. Right. And that's starting to to eat at me a little bit. Yeah. And that would kind of drive me away from drinking more than a few of these. Yeah, I got yeah. I get you. I mean, it's a, it's an enjoyable beer, but I don't think it's the beer. No, I don't think it's the beer. I think the Zocavesa is for my money is still a lot better. That is the Cadillac. Yeah. Of that, the Mexican chocolate beers. And strangely, that one's like really dry on the finish. This one isn't that dry on the finish. It's not. But it does have it's that not. filminess. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it, it, And it kind of, to me, the the dryness is kind of in that cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It, it is not a dry finish, but it has, I would say, a dry cinnamon tendency. Yeah. Which is, I don't think I've ever used that sentence before. <laughs> I hope I never have to again, because I found, re- I sound uh, really pretentious yeah. saying that. And I don't like that. Honestly, I still think I like our homebrew the best. Pretty damn good. It was really good. It was like pretty it damn was good. We had to make that again. Yeah, it was a thick eight. It was a thick eight yeah. percent with you know just like the right amount of chili flavor, not spice. Yeah, yeah. It we was did good. good. We did yeah. good. Yeah. I have some uh, Carolina Reapers in the freezer. Mm. 
Just throwing that out there. Hmm. I was going to make some jelly with that. Hmm. But I'll need one. Things to mull over <laughs> as we move on Yills. to segment three. Uh, yeah, this beer from Oddside, it's okay. Yeah. Um, it's certainly not on the bad boy list. No, it's not on the bad boy list. At all. Let's take a break. Miscast Commentary, a real-time movie commentary podcast featuring two best friends since they were children, Joe Findlay and Todd Murray. Is that when the buddy's chasing him and he walks up to the thing? Remember the old one where the lizard's I, chasing her? No, I want, I want everybody to say that, like, we do have a deep connection, the two of us, but then this is the kind of bull <laughs> he asks me. Is this that one where the thing gets chased by the thing and goes up the other thing with the guy? Yeah. Yeah. You know that one. The answer is yes, that's the one. Catch new episodes every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. If you could punch any horror icon in the mouth, and get away with it. Which one would you punch? Tell you one which which one I wouldn't. Pinhead. <laughs> Visit miscastcommentary.com. They don't make them like this anymore, baby. <laughs> it is segment three, episode eighty-four. We're talking chocolate beers. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was getting a hype, man. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'll pass the note next time. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to be your hype man for this next segment. <laughs> this next segment, I'm going to scream. <laughs> man, I'm going to have to buy you a suit. Ooh. Yeah. Purple? Duh. Fuck yes. Uh, how do you feel about velour? I feel pretty good about it. Okay. So, quick story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, one time, I was at a thrift shop okay. in Edwood. PA. Okay, yes. Kind of on your way to uh, Brew Gentleman, mm-hmm. if you know the way. Yes. Uh, I was in a thrift shop, and they had a bunch of velour Harlem Globetrotter track suits. Why did you... Wait, why did you not buy all of them? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> this was this was many, many moons ago. Oh, man, that would have been bitching. If things were... if I, I, I just... I don't know. I think it was only like 20 or so, so I don't think I was that cool back then. Eh, okay. Uh... If that ever happens again, though, yes, absolutely. Awesome. It was Harlem Globetrotter branded in everything. Oh, that's legit. Yeah. Man, you should have bought those. I don't know if I... I don't know why I didn't. I might have not had money because, again, I was 20, so... Hmm, I get that. Not that I have money now, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. I would figure it out. Write <laughs> them an I, IOU. <laughs> it's full Mitch Hedberg there. Yeah. I used to not have money. I still don't, but... Right. <laughs> yeah. Still don't. But I used to not have money either. <laughs> All right. What are we drinking for beer number three here in the chocolate episode? All right. Third beer coming around the bend on the chocolate train. Nope. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. No chocolate trains? No. That's a poop joke. <laughs> Duty. <laughs> All right. Third beer of the chocolate-themed episode is the fried ice cream stout. What? By Flying Fish. <laughs> Fried ice cream. Fried ice cream stout. Shit, yeah. So it is an imperial stout brewed with vanilla ice cream, chocolate, and cinnamon. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I believe that they introduced vanilla ice cream into the boil, and that's one of those ingredients that I warned about, about having too much fat in it. Here we go. (laughs) So we'll see how this works. Uh, It is a 10.3%. Big boy. Yes. Uh, IBUs or nothing. Who cares anymore? Nothing, who cares? It doesn't matter. 
but yeah and i i imagine they used uh it says they used dark chocolate okay yeah flavors of cinnamon and dark chocolate uh i i i have to believe in my heart yes that they used hershey's dark syrup okay in the boil it just seems right yeah like if With, you're if you're making fried ice cream yeah you have to use yeah 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 so i i hope they did it right i like to think that they also use the hard shell stuff oh you know what i don't know what that would do to a beer i don't know let's find out <laughs> <laughs> on somebody else's equipment yes <laughs> <laughs> Dear Hop Nation, if you would like to donate your brewing, holy shit, I'm watching Steve pour this out, and that is motor oil. Hot damn. Scissor. Yeah. Yeah, that is scissor. Yikes. But yes, you have to address them as hop citizenry. The hop citizens. (laughs) The hop citizenry, if you would like to donate your pot. (laughs) (laughs) Brewing, not recreational. No, no, both. (laughs) All right, we'll send that to Steve. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta take piss it. test once in a while. Fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal podcasting. Get into it, yo. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't that just be liminal? Just telling them to do it. Yeah, but I said it quiet, yeah, so I it's subliminal. <laughs> I said it quiet. <laughs> That's how that works, right? Wouldn't that just, you just be say more things of, quiet? More of an ASMR kind of thing. Yeah, That's <laughs> my ASMR weed begging. <laughs> Send pod, send edibles. <laughs> <laughs> and Mad Magazine. So, first thing I notice on this beer, there's no head. Nope. So, I'm assuming there's a lot of oils cutting the head off. The- <laughs> yep. Off with its head. Yeah. Interesting, those. I, I I can actually see where they're going with the fried ice cream smell. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting chocolate and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that a little bit. Yeah. So, we had a flying fish episode. Yeah. I don't remember how much we loved. I don't think we loved them that much. We gave them some love, but I don't believe they were top of the pops. I think there was a lot of Jersey bashing that episode. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm prefi- kind of bad about yeah, that. I'm prefacing all this before we really get into drinking the beer, because this could be the redemption. It could, or it could be the continuation. Right. <laughs> so we'll see. But just like whenever I drink an IPA, mm-hmm. we have to go in with an open mind. Yes. I have an open mind because I like fried ice cream a lot. It, I mean, that's a pretty so. big sell. That's, <laughs> that's an easy gonna, sell for me. <laughs> going to draw you right in. But we'll see how this goes. Let's do it. On with the show. It has a really rich mouthfeel to it. It's really rich. Borderline creamy, I would say. Totally agree. That Are you getting the same aftertaste I'm getting? I don't know. What aftertaste are you getting? I'm getting a lot of rich vanilla flavor on the back end. Like, it tastes like ice cream. Yeah. I like this beer. I don't... Mm. I like it, but I don't know that I love it yet. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It, like, and maybe it has to warm up or something. Perhaps. But I, f- I feel like everything before the vanilla aftertaste is, is, like, very minimal. I don't get a lot of, I don't get a lot of chocolate. I don't get a lot of cinnamon. I don't get a lot of the other things. It just kind of tastes like a regular stout. And honestly, it, it, it tastes a little thin to me. See, to me, I, I don't get that thinness. I think it's a, a big-bodied beer. Mm-hmm. I don't get much in the way of the cinnamon. Okay, so we're in greens on that. Yeah, I don't get much of the cinnamon. It, if they just called it fried ice cream and didn't mention anything about the chocolate or the cinnamon or anything like that, I don't think I would notice. Well, you can't call it fried ice cream and not have cinnamon, I think. But if they just called it Sunday, Something like that. Yeah. yeah. They or just, if they just called it, you know, an ice cream stout. Right, yeah. 
Yeah, if you just call it a Sunday stout, I'm yeah. down. Yeah. Good thing that it's coming in a big pint can so I can figure out. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you time to, to analyze a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know that I love it yet, but I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might wind up loving it. We'll see. Man, this is going to be the most stressful prom for you ever. I don't know if I love you, but <laughs> let's just wait and see. <laughs> I certainly don't hate this beer. I like this beer. No. No, I don't hate the beer at all. It is not on the bad boy list. I like this beer. I think it's a good beer. Let's continue to drink it, see if it's a great beer. I've seen good turn to great, and I've seen great turn to good, if that makes sense. Yes. I like to think it makes sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Right. I mean, you just last segment, you got a little bit tired of drinking the mocha. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, we haven't done this in a while, and with Halloween behind us, that means we are rushing full steam ahead into the holiday season. Boo. Or yay. Or yay. Depending, depending on your family situation. Or just your general <laughs> outlook. And there are some holidays you may like, some holidays you don't like. Right. You know. I like Thanksgiving. I do too. Veterans Day doesn't do much for me. Really? Eh. All right. I don't know. I'm not against it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so we are full, fully... Into the holiday season. Uh, so, obviously, we just got through Halloween. You got Thanksgiving. You got Veterans Day. Uh, you got Christmas. You got New Year's. Then Valentine's. There's Valentine's Day. St. Patty's Day, I think, is a bit too far. Okay. They've got their own covered. Plus, don't forget the other holidays like Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Uh, and Kwanzaa. Tet. Tet. I don't know that we really celebrate that one. That one was kind of bad for us. <laughs> <laughs> Still on the list. Still on the list. I'm just saying in <laughs> right. general. Yeah, I mean, it might be a bit offensive. Yeah. Ah, Christ almighty. <laughs> That's a... Ooh, Some old man in his 70s just like cringed really hard and shook his fist at the radio or phone or whatever it is he listens on. <laughs> Transistor radio? Yeah, I don't know. Are we on ham radio? We're on a lot of platforms. We can be. What the hell? Why not? We're on a lot I of platforms. I can put up an antenna. <laughs> There's laws that support that. Yeah. But, okay. So, we have all these holidays coming up. Yes. So, uh, rather than try to uh, have beers that are for each specific holiday, mm -hmm. uh, you know how you'll have Christmas beers. Right. Pumpkin uh, beers are for Halloween. Right. Christmas beers are the chocolate orange and the spices and the nuts. Yeah, all that jazz. We are going to go to the Build-A-Beer shop and we are going to make a one beer for all. All-inclusive holiday. Yes. Nice. Yes. So we are. We have to design a beer that will be able to support. I'll even backtrack to Halloween. I'll include Halloween. Mm -hmm. We gotta get Halloween. Yeah. We gotta get Thanksgiving. I, I think you have to go to Halloween because that Christmas overlaps Halloween. Oh yeah. So like the fact that Christmas decorations were up at the same time as Halloween, well, in the stores, I mean. Yeah, it's new thanks. What is it? New thanks, Hallow Christmas Ween. Right. So you have to include Halloween. So yes. we can start there. Mm -hmm. And you want to go as far as Valentine's, maybe. I think so. Okay. I think so. Okay. I, I think that's appropriate. Uh, now, here's a question. Yes. Which comes first in the calendar year? Valentine's Day or President's Day? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Does that change? It changes, right? Well, let's go for whichever is longer. Let's include them both. Okay. All I right. feel like President's Day, isn't that the 16th is the President's Day? Ah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Because I thought, I don't or know. Isn't it like the third Monday My of the month, something like that? Right. I thought, yeah, I thought President's Day changed. Yeah, it's always a Monday. Yeah, okay. It's always a Monday. Okay. So let's include President's Day. So Halloween to President's Day. Yes. Halloween to President's Day. All right. We need to start with the base beer. Okay. Now, it is cold up here in the Northeast. 
Right. Up here in the mountains. Yeah. Sounds like we're going to do a stout again. <laughs> it, it is apropos for this episode. It could be a barley wine. It could be. I don't, you know what? I don't really jam on barley wines that much. All right. So you want to, you want something you can drink so stout. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm half of this operation right now. So we're going with a stout or a porter. We could even go porter. I don't think we can go porter. Why not? Because of all the things we have to include, I just think by nature, it's going to wind up being huge. So with that in mind, it will now be a stout. Yeah. Probably an imperial. It will be an imperial stout. <gasps> I already know. What? <laughs> to to keep with the President's Day theme, it can be a Russian imperial. Ah. Nice. Got him. Nice. Fucking burned him. Nice. A piece of shit. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> we're we're on a list now. Uh, I, you are now. I've been on a bunch. Yeah, we're well, on another one now. <laughs> no, it's the same one. Oh, okay, he's there again. Right, they just check and they go, oh him, and then add Adam. Oh yeah, <laughs> add another one. That one. Uh, it'll be a Russian Imperial Stout. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll just take our President's Day now. Uh, you know what we should do? Hmm. We should uh, use some sort of uh, cherry. Okay. Wood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've done that in the past with yeah. the George Washington. So let's beer, do that so, again. Yeah. yeah. So it's a Russian Imperial Stout on cherry wood. On cherry wood. Mm-hmm. Um, President's Day also celebrates Lincoln. Yes. So he's from Nebraska. No, he's not. Lincoln, Nebraska. Was uh, <laughs> he's from Illinois. There you go. The land of Lincoln. Yeah. Right. Um, what is Illinois known for? Chicago Bears. Bears. Sausage, um, pierogies, and heart attacks. <laughs> heart attacks. That makes about a baker's dozen. Socks, Dennehy. Socks are from North Carolina. What? North Carolina is where the majority of socks in America are made. Oh, Jesus, what the fuck facts? This is not what I'm into. I'm talking about the white socks. Oh, I wasn't. Let's talk. Well, actually, I was kind of talking about white socks because <sighs> they're made out of cotton. <sighs> All right, moving along from <laughs> sock talk. Ugh, sock talk. Suck talk sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got President's Day taken care of. Yeah. Unless you want to get back on that Lincoln train. Uh, no. Okay. I, I mean, being that I can only think of sausage and kibasi and things like that. Heart attacks. Heart attacks. Bulls. Okay. <laughs> Bulls. Yes. Bulls. 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 Dennis so, Farina. Uh, <laughs> so we got that covered. That means that we got to take care of Valentine, Valentine's Day. Right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take some of them candy hearts. Yeah. We're going to throw them in a bowl. Ugh. Covered. Gross. Covered. You can go chocolate. Why didn't you just go chocolate? Because I didn't think of that. Chocolate's... How do you not think of that? Chocolate's way more... Fuck, man. You could even go, like, rose petals. Oh. And do, like, some kind of fruity rose water nonsense. Let's do fruity rose water nonsense. Okay. Instead, we're throwing some <laughs> rose petals in All there. All right. <laughs> and we're going to we're gonna dry hop with rose petals, so we're going to dry rose. <laughs> okay. Like, eight of them. All right. Okay. Valentine's Day is taken care of. I guess we're just kind of working backwards. What the hell? Screw it. I don't it. know. That's just what happened. That's just what happened. Yeah. Uh, the the previous one holiday, uh, I'm thinking it's New Year's. Okay. Here's what we're going to do with that one. I already got this one on lockdown. All right. What drink do you usually drink at midnight when you celebrate New Year's? Champagne. With that in mind, we're going to use the champagne yeast. All right. It's so going to be brute, brute stout. Yep. Oh, brute stout. All brute right. stout. That's a mean <laughs> ass beer. A brute stout. Is it? I just think it's like a really dry stout. <laughs> I don't think it's mean. No, just the name of it. Yeah. A brute, brute stout. stout. Brutal. Hey, that was fun. Yeah. Brutal was fun. Check it out next year. Yeah. I, I think we, we make it a brute stout. Uh, Christmas. That's a big one. Uh, that's pretty easy to address. 
I well, think. you skipped over Kwanzaa. Uh, I did. Kwanzaa becomes in between Christmas and New Year's. You are correct. You are correct. You got that one covered? Um, so Kwanzaa is kind of known for its feast. Okay. And I, I'm trying to think of a way to integrate that. Do they have any particular dishes at the feast? So what I've kind of learned about the Kwanzaa feast is it's focused on celebrating African culture, African ancestors, mm-hmm. as well as just the different cultures that were spread throughout America okay. and the you know the islands like Car- the Caribbean islands and Jamaica. Yeah. So the feast generally includes like jerk chicken and sweet potatoes and. Yeah, a lot of things that I'm really into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, catfish, you know, kind of, you know, so like you get you get a little bit of Creole cooking, you get Ooh. a little bit of soul food, you get a little bit of Caribbean food. Yeah, it's the best of everything. Yeah, I've not been to a Kwanzaa feast, but I would wreck it up. <laughs> I I have a feeling that you would greatly enjoy yourself. I feel like I would greatly enjoy myself. Yeah. Yes, but that's kind of what we're working with. Okay, I'm thinking maybe sweet potato. I like the sweet potato. That usually works well. The stout. Now here, now yeah. hear me out. Hear uh-huh. me out. Uh, if we're, if we're going to go into the, into the Caribbean side of things, Jesus. uh, maybe even into the jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. I do put jerk seasoning on everything. Right. So. I, would that be a good opportunity to spice this up a little bit? Mm-hmm. Use a little bit of jerk seasoning in there. We already have a rose in there and yeah. we have cherry sitting on cherry wood. Is that too much? Uh, it might be too much. Okay. But then again, who cares? It's all inclusive. <laughs> that, that's a solid point. Caribbean jerk is really good. And I mean, it has, it has a somewhat of a sweetie tang to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fuck it. It goes in. Okay. All right. <laughs> jerk chicken, you're coming with us. I feel, I feel like the roses from Valentine's day, they don't, uh, they don't really hit the register. They're not going to upset the apple cart. Yeah, it's just saying it's in there, so it's in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's been addressed. Move along. Yeah, so all right. So we got this jerk chicken yeah. spice in there. So. Back to Christmas. Back to, <laughs> back to Christmas. We are, back. we are at Christmas, December 2-5. Here's my idea for that. Uh, since we are, we are going to be quote-unquote dry hopping with rose petals, what do you think about putting some uh, spruce pine in there? Some spruce needles. Yeah, okay. I'll take care of the Christmas tree. That's fine. I actually noticed my last trip to Vintage Estates, I noticed a lot of beers are coming in with a spruce. Yes, I've noticed an uptick in that as well. Yeah. It kind of harkens back to a couple episodes ago when we were talking about trends mm-hmm. uh, that coming out of the Great American Beer Festival, and we are talking about how a lot more people are using herbs and other things like botanicals. And it seems like a lot more people are using spruce. So that's your new Christmas trend. Right. I would just like to point out that we uh, we were some of the front runners in that. We talked about it first. We had a spruce episode. Damn right. <laughs> Everybody else is a jerk. That's right. <laughs> Don't add us. That takes care of Christmas. Christmas is done. I believe we need to uh, go into Hanukkah now. Yes. Hmm. This is where it gets tricky again. Don't, I don't know, they have the, the challah bread. So here's my, my thought. And I, I I think this is on base. But here's my thought, and hear me out. Uh, whenever we add the rose petals and the spruce tips, I think it might be appropriate for that to be in the fermentation for eight days. Okay. I mean, I feel like maybe we should pick a food that's typically uh, served at Hanukkah. Why not both? Well, I mean, yeah, okay, we can do both. Why not both? Yeah, we can do both. It's just I feel like we should represent... 
should represent. That's a the, good point. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. We should represent the Jewish people with their food, not just use, you know, Christmas ingredients <laughs> for eight days. That's a fair point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, that, that, now, now that we've kind of fleshed it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, I mean, potato pancakes are pretty popular around the time. Yeah? Hmm. We're already on the train with the jerk chicken spice. Mm-hmm. So why not just also add kind of brisket rub to it as well? Kind of like the Q? Yeah. By Duclaw? Yeah, by Duclaw. Okay. Yeah, make it real savory. Yeah. Make it a savory beer. This is going to be a big beer. Savory beer for a change. And I'm good with that. So we're talking spruce tips, Mm -hmm. jerk chicken spice, and uh, brisket rub. Yeah. For eight days. Can't forget the rose petals. And the rose petals. Yeah. I don't know. I thought maybe that'd be dry hop not as long. We can go because <laughs> February is short. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? That's a good enough excuse. We'll go with two days on that one. Right. No, I like that. Okay. I, I think we got a winner on that. Making a real savory beer. Yes. A lot of vegetation. <laughs> botanicals. <laughs> it's a botanical beer. Botanicals. So that uh, that does kick us to uh, to Thanksgiving. Back to Thanksgiving. So we'll put our sweet potatoes. Sweet in taters go in. <laughs> Done. That was an easy one. Yeah. Is there those any? go? Those go in the boil. Yeah. Or the mash. You can do both. Why not both? Who cares? Screw it. It's our beer. Yeah, who cares? We can do what we want. And now we're all the way back to Halloween. Yes. Do we do pumpkins? I kind of want to avoid pumpkin. Okay. Do we do chocolate? Could. Or there was a lot of social media above <laughs> about people making jack-o'-lanterns out of pineapples. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. We can throw Obnoxiously. A I'm just saying. We can throw a little pineapple putting it there. in there. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Non-traditional Halloween. Yeah. All right. Hey. I Screw mean, it. We'll put some pineapple in there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, pine- did, pineapple does work with, you know, jerk spice, so. Did we miss anyone? Any of them? Oh, we missed a lot of small holidays, I'm sure. Boxing Day. <laughs> Boxing Day. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to go down the path because I don't. I, if I keep mentioning them, I know I'm going to miss more. Right. You're going to make somebody mad. Right. Exactly. And I don't want to do that. If we missed anything, and mm. if you have any ideas about what it should go, what should go in, just email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. Tell us what we missed. Tell us what should be in the beer. Yeah. I think we made a pretty good savory stout for the holidays. I think we'll be okay with what we got. Get you, th- get you through the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing is getting you through the holidays. It'll get you through the holidays. Yeah. I, uh, I think we got us a winner. Savory, but with a really dry finish because of the brute. But it's still got a little bit of fruitiness in there with yeah. that pineapple. Right. And it's a stout. Yeah. Just might be crazy enough to work. <laughs> I do want to try it. I'll be honest. Oh, I'll try anything. I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> okay, then. I drink fucking Steel Reserve on a, you know, volunteer <laughs> so <laughs> On purpose. Yeah. I do that to myself, so... <laughs> If somebody made an all-inclusive holiday stout, yeah, I'll be trying that, too. I don't Hell give yeah. a shit. So what do you say we get back to this fried ice cream stout by Flying Fish out of New Jersey? That's the Garden State. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You know, it still hasn't crossed the threshold of I love it. But you like it? And I do want some more of it. I'm telling you what, now that it's warmed up a little bit, I like it more. Yeah. Yeah, now that it's warmed up, I mean, it that vanilla aftertaste is really different from everything else, mm-hmm. but... Every but the rest of the beer isn't that different. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. It's the it's the one thing that makes this beer stand out from the rest of the chocolate stouts in the world. Is that is the vanilla. Yeah. Which is kind of not the point. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the point of the beer is fried ice cream. We just brought it on because it has chocolate mm-hmm. in it. Right. It's, and it's a. It, I like the beer. I'll. I'll say it. I'll say it. Okay. It's a good beer. That's a brave stance. <laughs> Damn it. So what do you say? We uh, we go to the podium. Sure. You want to go first? Great. I think I'm gonna go and put the Mayan Mocha Stout in the bronze position. It's a pretty good beer. But it had that filminess to it, and it was thin. And I don't know. I, I just didn't love the execution. The other thing is that it's called a Mayan Mocha Stout. Did you taste coffee? Not really. Yeah, neither did I. So Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really deliver that way. Ah, damn it. It's not a terrible beer, but like there, there's a lot of words you can just cut off the label. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't... Yeah, it, I don't know. It doesn't deliver the same way as some other beers does. Like I said, the Zoka Vesa tops it easy. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it was the best one we had tonight. But still worth drinking. Mm. Silver, I'm going to give to the Fried Ice Cream Stout by Flying Fish. It's pretty good. It's got that really unique vanilla aftertaste that tastes like vanilla ice cream. I don't get much from the cinnamon in the taste department. It has a little bit on the nose, but I don't know. I... I, I I wish more for this beer. <laughs> you know, like we already said, again, this is another beer where like you could cut some words off the label. It could just be called a Sunday stout. You know, whenever they put cinnamon in, just don't. Mm. You don't need to because it doesn't appear in the beer. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have the rich chocolatiness either. It needs to amp the other two things up mm-hmm. to make me really think of fried ice cream. But... It's still a pretty decent beer, and it's still pretty big. So, <laughs> points to that. <laughs> Gold, though, goes to the evil genius. I'll have what she's having. That is a really good chocolate beer. And it also is a beer that can cut words off the label. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to say it's a hazelnut beer, because don't really taste the hazelnut. But it is the most richest, sweetest chocolate flavor, without being overbearing in a way. Like, you never get really sick of drinking it, I don't think. You know, Adam had that kind of problem with the Mayan Mocha Stout. He got a little sick of drinking it. I feel like I might get a little sick of drinking the fried ice cream stout because eventually the flavor, I don't know, you get, like, palate fatigue from it. It's so much. But the I ha- I'll have what she's having. It doesn't do that to you for whatever reason. It's just a really good kind of dessert beer. I would probably have two of that to every one I would have of the other ones. <laughs> That's the best way I can think of it. But overall, yeah, none of these beers you can really drink a lot of. Mm-hmm. But still, The Evil Genius is tops. For right. Me. On. For me. For me, uh, I am actually going to go in the same exact order uh, that Steve gave. In the bronze medal, I'm going to put that odd side ales, the, uh, the Mayan Mocha Snout. I completely agree in the fatigue factor on that one. I agree on there's too many words on the label. <laughs> <laughs> and it, that that cinnamon film I was talking about, about a little bit there, that got a little tiresome. Uh, is it a bad beer? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, if, you've, if you see it out, out and about, give it a try. Give it a try. You might like it. Chances are you will like it. It just didn't quite stack up to the other two that we had here. The uh, the fried ice cream by Flying Fish. I believe that is the best beer that I've had by Flying Fish. In fact, I will 
I will stamp that, saying that to this date, this is the best beer that I've had by Flying Fish. Uh, it is a rich beer. It is a big beer, over 10%. Uh, so no surprise there, it's going to be a big beer. Again, too many words on the label. If you just call it, you know, a vanilla stout or something like that, or a vanilla ice cream stout, great. I think you would have been, you probably would have gotten a little more points if I'm being perfectly honest. Probably. Uh, uh, <laughs> but they also wouldn't have been on the chocolate show. True. <laughs> Very true. But it's a good beer. Yeah. If you see it, get it. However, yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> sorry to stop you. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, you know, I, I kind of feel like New Jersey kind of needs this redemption. So, like, people need to go try this one? Yes. Because yeah. because on top of us not being super impressed with Flying Fish mm-hmm. on the episode that we had, if you also remember, Sam was running down pretty much every other brewery. Yes. <laughs> yes. New Jersey does not necessarily have the greatest reputation on this show when it comes no. to craft beer. And I don't, I don't think they have the best reputation in general. Right. However, this fried ice cream beer by Flying Fish is a redemptive beer. Yes. It is a very redemptive beer. Uh I'll admit, after that Flying Fish episode, wasn't too keen on having them on the show again. I got no problem with them coming out with something else. Uh, I'd be willing to try it simply because I know they can execute beer properly. They can make a good beer. They can make a big beer. They can make a tasteful beer. And they have done that. Tasty, not tasteful. I don't think making fried ice cream as a <laughs> beer is tasteful. No, that's a good point. That's not classy at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> point made. <laughs> Doesn't make it bad, but <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is that is not a white glove beer. <laughs> no. <laughs> but ah, that's evil genius beer. I'll have what she's having. Yeah, yeah. This this took the gold. Big beer. Big drinker. Big taste, big flavor. I liked it a lot. If I had all three of these set up right in front of me and I had to grab a full one, I'd probably go for the Evil Genius. Uh, Flying Fish, not far behind. Evil Genius takes the gold medal on this one, and it's a clean sweep on episode 84. So uh, Between two hosts. <laughs> between two hosts, so way to go. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, way to go, Evil Genius. Yeah, oh, that, yeah that's pretty killer. Yeah. yeah. Pretty killer by them. All right. If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you'll be able to find us. If you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on Stitcher, Podbean, Google Music Play, and iTunes, as well as a whole shitload of other <laughs> podcatchers that I don't even have a list for anymore. <laughs> they just keep growing. We just keep getting added to things, and people just absorb us into their... We're on Spotify. That's I should mention that one. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good one. It's kind of a bigger one, but yeah, you can find us on all those platforms. If you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And those five stars help let other people know what a good show we are, as well as you just telling your friends to listen to the Hop Nation USA podcast. And feel free to check out hopnationusa.com for features and reviews, things you won't find on the show. And you can email us any questions and anything else that you want to at hopnationusa at gmail.com. Adam, do you have anything else? I do not. I do not. Uh, a good episode. Uh, I just would like to reiterate the thanks that we uh, handed out there in segment one. Uh, so thank you to all the loyal listeners. Uh, thank you to the brewers of Pittsburgh and the Pittsburgh area. Let's keep doing this. This is a good time. Yes, we certainly will, and we'll have more breweries coming up. 
we're in talks with people. Oh, yes. If you have... Uh, this is another thing. If you have a brewery out there that we haven't featured, that we haven't talked to or anything, email us. Let us know. Let us know who you want us to talk to. Right. Who you want to hear from. We're here to help you. As long as it's within reasonable distance. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not flying to Asheville, North Carolina. Unless somebody's willing to pay. Unless you pay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you want to... If, you, if you're a really rich listener... If we have one of those angel investors out I there, would, yeah, and you want to fly us to breweries, yeah, we're down. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. I got vacation days. <laughs> I'm my own boss. I set my days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll do that. Um, so that's that. That's episode 84 in the books. Yes. We'll be back with episode 85. I have no hints to drop because I don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. And I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. And I don't either. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, Thanks, Hop Nation. We'll see you next week. Well, we already have a video platform. Right. It's called cable TV. That's right. Snap. In your fucking face, XOTV. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> I got a cable show.